friends, people you depend on, laugh with, grow with, be you, not belittle, hate, or envy you. Smart remarks that's low-key jabs, but covered with a smirk. Ducking and dodging what your spirit is saying, just to keep them around like a charity case. Is the substance of this friendship liable to be maintained? Escaping the thoughts of what if, just to remain in the game. See, we all have been hurt, backstabbed or betrayed. Who said that everyone is meant to stay? As we know, life isn't always a fair game. But as you evolve and grow, things won't always be the same. As you learn yourself, you meet people on the same wave. Your circle is a reflection of you, so make sure it's kept in shape. Being a real friend is showing up in more than one way. So look around and ask yourself, how do you benefit if they stay? Mm. Of course, you got to get a finger snap, sis. <laughs> I love that one because that one is is near, dear in heart and, and friendships are important. Um, but I am Bree, uh, your half of the Unspoken Truth podcast. Hey, y'all. It's Ash, the other co-host. <laughs> how are you doing? Did I say co-host? Other uh-huh. half? I said other half. Same, so how, same difference. <laughs> right. Same thing. Same thing. Y'all, welcome to today. We're talking about everything. Like, this is going to be the girls chat. Like, y'all are going to see how we have conversations on FaceTime because that's what we want to bring to y'all. Like, we really want to show y'all the transparency uh, within our relationship and understand that this podcast isn't, you know, a self-help or point the finger and feel like we have all the answers because we're still we figuring it. Yeah. Like we still figuring this shit out ourselves, you know? And I think it's important that, you know, we set that expectation, even though the last few episodes were pretty heavy and pretty deep, but I think they were important and needed as well, just so we can give like the diversity of our friendship um, and the diversity of the conversations that we have. So when you talk about friends, sister, I'm going to start off with this. Have you been a bad friend before? And if so, what does, like, what was the situation or what did that look like? Um, Yeah. I mean, I've been a bad friend. Like I can go back as you may ponder. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we ponder yes <laughs> and uh you know maybe when we first met freshman year of college <laughs> okay do tell year, maybe <laughs> do tell oh man I feel like honestly I just was a bad friend because I was self-centered like everything mm. was about me and I didn't care how it affected other people definitely oh my god I think back to some of the stuff freshman year and I'm like who was that girl <laughs> what how do I have friends? I say that. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember. I remember telling you, like, damn, being your friend is a lot. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> but look at us now, though. <laughs> yes, yes. Look at us now. We've came a long way. Oh man, oh lord. I, 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 I just go ahead. I just remember. You can't like, even get it so out. Much. I can't even get it out. I, I really think, though, like to answer the other question, like what were some of the things that I was doing? I mean. I was very angry. I was very, um, like I said, self-centered, very Mm -hmm. just not myself. Like I didn't, I didn't even know who I was at that point. So trying to maintain friendships, it really was just consuming. I was in a very dark space in my life. 
Yeah. Um, and so a lot of the choices and decisions and things that I was doing, I never really thought about how it would, would affect you and everybody mm-hmm. else that was around us at that time. I just remember it being like very messy, very drama filled. And I know I was a part of a lot of that mess, um, thinking that like, oh, I can go and say this and it'd be okay and protected. Oh, I know this person and da, da, da. Like, and just also, I think being a bad friend is thinking that everybody was my friend as a whole. Like there was no limit to my friendship at that point in time in my life. Yeah, I can definitely see that, sis. (laughs) We've had several conversations. I'm like, that is not your friend. But but they do this. But you like, and? (laughs) Yeah, it was just like, dude, if y'all get into it this much or y'all don't see eye to eye, that's not your friend. And I feel like it's a difference between family and friends because you can choose your you can choose your friends. There shouldn't be much shit that you put up with your friends. Like I I don't agree the concept of like we argue but we cool and we argue like cool you have disagreements but arguments are a different level. That's a different level for me. Because what are we talking about or what what are the things that we're discussing to where it just feels like it's such a disagreement that we have to argue about it. And I don't like that at all. Yeah, I have a rule that I don't argue, though. So, like, even when, like, arguments would occur, I'm like, I got about two more seconds before I really just go off and it's either going to be some yeah. real foul words or I'm about to hit you in your face. Like, Because when I get that upset, <laughs> I, get, I, I get below the belt. I get really disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And well, I've okay. been there. I, I know those days, you know, but we're not, we're not going to go there. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, we we taking it down memory lane for real. I'm just saying that almost every altercation that you have had, I have been there for almost all of them. Without saying any names, what's your most memorable moment of one of those altercations? Doc, I will never forget. We were we were on my floor, so down the hall, a couple of doors down. Was this a dorm or was this at um? No, this was the dorm. Okay, dorms. <laughs> And <laughs> this other person started arguing and I kept getting thrown around. I said, Brie, you got one more time to put your hands on me. I'm trying to break this up. And you kept throwing me. I'm like, dang, this girl's strong. Let me uh, let me make sure I don't get hit in case you do throw this punch. But also let me not like make this fight happen. So that's so crazy because I don't even remember. I don't even re- I know that was like the first week of school or second week or something crazy like that. Oh I don't even God. remember how I don't remember why. Like yeah, I, don't, I don't remember I just, why. You felt oh oh all I know is you are so about the principle and you felt disrespected and that's I'm it. An Aries. That's Listen. all that matters. It doesn't matter about anything else. It does not. It does not because so okay. But how does but, that affect your friendships? I say I was just about to go into that because remember we were talking about and this is something that I had to you know, develop and really understand and take a step back from is like, my principle was very different from a lot of people's principles because of the backgrounds that we've grown up in. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So if I grew up in on Linwood and Amherst and somebody grew up in Bloomfield Hills, <laughs> we don't live by the same code. 100%. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it just it it does not correlate with each other, and I had to really understand that. But I think it's fair to also communicate that to you, like, yo, look, this is not something that I'm cool with or operate. That's not how I operate. Mm-hmm. But before being a bad friend was just completely cutting you off because I feel like that was the principle, and I'm gonna stand on it. Yo, cut off game so strong. 
Don't be rolling your eyes. I'm doing so better. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm just, I'm uh, reminiscing here. Yeah, reminiscing. So friendships, college, right? What is the difference between relationships in college versus relationships, you know, with your friends now as like we're full ass adults? Mm, tremendously different. I think, you know, like when we say like we have <clears throat> different friends for different things, I think that statement couldn't be more true in college. Like, yeah. You know those friends that you may have that you can do homework with strictly. Mm-hmm. You got some friends that you may be able to do everything with, but you also got those friends that you know that you can only just party and like, you know, be boy crazy with or go out or, you know, whatever, looking for a good time. Yeah. I feel like that's all of college. You're trying to figure out who you are in the midst of learning friends and the people that you consider to be loyal or who you decide to make your family. You know, it's so crazy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm-mm. I was going to say, you know, it's so crazy is I think that was the greatest time to really figure that out. Like you had those friends who who were just your friends for the semester. Mm-hmm. Then you had those friends to where it's like, all right, girl, let's go to the library. Or let's go to study table or something like that. And then you had those friends, you know, who you went out with specifically, but you didn't probably see them after, you know, a certain amount of semesters and you know why. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that's a, I think being able to correlate that into adult life, it's like understanding what friends serves their per- serves their purpose for what you're either going through or like not to sound selfish, but like what you need from them or how your relationship that's plays. not selfish, that's factual. And and okay. we, because we don't think about that. Like I'll give a perfect example right now, us. Mm-hmm. I know that I can come to you with any and everything. Mm-hmm. However, I know that if I need <laughs> emotional support, you're not the friend that I'm coming to. Yeah. That's just Unfortunately. not hard, and but that's not an unfortunate thing. But that's something I had to learn because if I didn't learn the difference of who my friends were, I would be offended by the fact that you can't be emotionally available for me. But so, that's not. Go ahead. It's not a bad thing. It's just right. You has there ever been a time where you felt like, damn, before you realized this point of me not being able to be that emotional support? Were there a time where you felt the way about that? Um, I didn't know if I didn't know if at one point there was a shift in our dynamic as a fr- as like as friends as a whole, mm-hmm. or if it was just life happening. And I think this was like maybe like our junior senior year. Like mm-hmm. I, all I remember this time frame is like you were living in Concord. I think I was I was still on campus. And we just, we went through a really brief point of like not really seeing each other or like not yeah. really communicating as much. And it wasn't that I thought something was wrong. It's just like, well, yo, what's up? And then I was willing to bite the bullet, but at the same time, no, because I'm like, I know the value that our friendship has. And so it just- Damn, went. so you was just going to stop messing with me. You, you just not- You didn't let me finish. <laughs> Y'all hear that? Wow. You didn't let me finish. Go ahead, sister girl. I was willing to accept that if there was going to be a change, I was going to be able to accept that if I had to. But as mm-hmm. I was saying, I knew the value that our friendship had. And so I wanted to fight for it because I just, there was never, it wasn't a misunderstanding. It just was like, what's going on? And so when I talked to you and had a real conversation, instead of assuming and being in my feelings to yeah. understand everything that you had on your, your plate and what you was dealing with, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. No offense to it. You just not in a space. You grinding, yeah. I'm grinding. I know who I can lean on for this time being. When we get back in a better space, that's just, we'll link back up. No problem. Right, right. And that's exactly how it went. 
Yeah, I can't remember what year that was either, but I do remember. I don't know if you were online. Were you online? No, this was after. I thought this was after. This was like, oh no, girl, because being online, I was out of sight, out of mind with everybody. I think this was literally like you, I think we were like in that process of graduating. I remember you was working at T-Mobile. You had like a... Girl, I had 21 credits. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. You you had all them classes. You were trying to finish school. So I didn't know that though. Like okay. I didn't know I didn't know how heavy your workload was as far as like classes and work. And you know, you was doing your commission. Oh, yeah, paying, my grandma died. Yeah. Yeah, that was, it was That was a lot that year. That was a lot. So That was, that was a lot. So yeah, I think that was a... I think that was a preparation shift for adulting. Yeah. Because I don't know how our relationship would have transpired. Not saying like it would have went away, but I don't, if this would have happened after graduation, I don't know how our relationship would have transpired moving forward. And I say that because Mm. after graduation, there's so many people that I don't talk to for real for real but like if i see them it's all love like i wouldn't call them an associate they're still my friend but this it's not it's not somebody that i'm reaching out to often or i'm talking to them a couple of times a week or even once a week Mm -hmm. but if i see them on social media if i see them out it's all love and understanding that potentially that's how this friendship could have went i feel like if it would have if this would have went after graduation or would have happened post-grad you know what I'm saying yeah I could see that I could see that I could I could see yeah I don't know because I feel like you know it uh, it also comes with accepting that like as you get older the the dynamic changes and as Mm -hmm. we get into relationships even more that dynamic changes too and I think that that was something that I had to get used to like I had to get used to you dating and being with somebody because that's so funny. That was just different. And I'm like, yeah. but it's it's also respecting that. Like you gotta put better boundaries in place when you when you know whether it's it's fun, whether it's casual, whether it's you know, you taking somebody serious to whatever yeah. level it is, it's just like understanding how those different aspects of life change. And like we've been on like different pages at multiple points in our life. Like I think but it, what, it still comes back full circle. I think what used to make me so sad in college was understanding that. When you get older, when somebody start dating, and I think date, of course, dating in college and dating in like the real world, because <laughs> college is really like a cult for. It's not the real world, and I hate that college didn't set us up for the real world to really yeah. understand what it's like. You know what I'm saying? And being able to manage the two or manage one of them, I think it's. it's a lot. <laughs> it it is a lot, okay? Because baby, I'm ready to quit every day. <laughs> it's a lot, and it has to be a choice. Like you have to choose your friends and show up for them in times when they don't have it to give. And you gotta know, you know. I think it's knowing a person's heart. Like I know who you are to say, like, yo, when you're not yourself. If I don't hear from you after a certain amount of time, I'm like, okay, she's in the space, and I'm about to blow her phone up because <laughs> you're not going to. I'm I'm not going as your friend. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to let here and sit you suffer in silence alone. I'm not right. So if I got to pull up to Chicago, I will. Like it's not a problem. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like speaking of me staying here and you oh, know, I'm pulling up. <laughs> I'm people... I'm driving for hours. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, I am. <laughs> I already have a plan. Face being serious, <laughs> for me. Yes, I but am. But like 
But no, like for real, I think the most sad part about it is having friends and you live in different states. Oh, I cry. Everybody be everybody has jobs now or they just tired. Like every people communicate different. You can't walk to Valley Two or walk to what's the apartments? Western View. And be like, oh, yeah. yo, what up? You trying to drink or or you know, it's just take back some- over here. Let's yeah. go to the cat. Like you that. can't do that anymore. And it's so sad. <laughs> it is sad. I I got sad earlier today. Like <clears throat> I was just I was actually reminiscing earlier and I'm like, dang, like where's this closeness at? And it's like, actually, that's not a real thing. Like, that's not, and I had yeah. to really remind myself, like, that's not adult, like, that's not adulthood. That's, you know, college experience and growing. You're an adult now. And like, I've really yeah. been having to tell myself, like, actually, you grown now. Like, you grown. One, one time <laughs> when I was working at T-Mobile back in college and like my coworkers and stuff, they used to make fun of me because I was always drinking and stuff. And this one guy came in and I was like, yeah, like, I'm not going to be drinking. I'm sure I'm not going to be drinking or, or doing much, you know, after I graduate. He was like, you must not know. <laughs> You're probably <laughs> going to be having a drink every day <laughs> fucking with the real world. It's like, damn, am I that person? Like, I need a glass of wine because work just stressed me out. Sometimes it'd be like that and it'd be like, oh, I just need to wind down. You know what? Um, no, I'm serious. Like... <laughs> For real, man, this shit is tough. Can you come what? back? Okay, like you too far. I'm on my way, sis. I'm on my girl. It's so crazy because Chicago. Since we moved to Chicago, this bitch is an Airbnb. Okay, somebody is here is going to be here every weekend. So <laughs> you better book your your weekend in advance. Uh, well, let me put it down now. Shoot, what the hell? No, seriously, like somebody is literally going to. Where you getting all of these friends from? Who coming to see you? Where first is they? Of all, first of all. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I um, no, Auntie Nisi and them is, are coming this weekend. Pilar, Adonia and them. Pilar, Tiana, Adonia and somebody else is supposed to be coming the following weekend after Jayco. Tiana, Tia's mom is coming one weekend in October. Tiana, uh, why do I keep saying Tiana? Tia's uh, siblings are coming another weekend. So, like, book it up. And I know uh, Chanel and Arena is, is supposed to be coming in one weekend in October, too. So, it's not that many left, boo. Well, clearly, all of the weekends that I was coming is taken. Dang. Like, Airbnb. I didn't know that I, <laughs> I didn't know I had to, you know, book so far in advance. You know, now everybody want to come and travel to you. But you know what? That is the that's fun what part I'm saying. About like, where was y'all at when a- I was. When that's was, a good thing it's a good thing because then you still get that sense of belonging like you know like being out there is different for you because anybody out there with you it's just y'all too i mean you may you may have some people like but not for real no i'm fine <laughs> i'm okay because <laughs> it's one thing to go out every weekend in detroit but it's another thing to go out every weekend in chicago what's the difference money literally money is it more expensive there than it is here? What? Girl, hold on. <laughs> Put me here. Before me and Tia, like, when we used to go out in the city, I would say dinner would probably be, you know, 60, 70 bucks. Right. Oh, it's like 130 easily. <laughs> easily. Every time. Like well, every get, time, um, y'all better download some food apps and get real creative. Girl, okay, I said, look, we we about to start meal prepping, 
doing everything because this is getting expensive. And then, hey, you know, when you, you go shopping, when you go shopping in Michigan, taxes is taxes is a uh, 6%. Taxes here is 10.2%. That's insane. Oh, they playing y'all like something crazy. Yeah, and then you got to pay everywhere to park. It's just, it's giving... Oh, yeah, that parking stuff, that's ghetto. It's giving... You're moving back. Broke. <laughs> it's giving your movie back. <laughs> Girl, like, okay, raise my check or something. Give me some more money, boo. Hey, now, you know you money gain now. Okay, all right. Let's 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 change the topic here. <laughs> 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 no, right. but... Um, it, it's gonna it's, it's it's gonna be fun. Like I think the best part about it is we'll be able to experience Chicago as people come, you know, as well. So when people come again, we'll be like, oh yeah, this was good, this was nice, and stuff like that. I I think that's the best part from it. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm blessed and I'm thankful to be fortunate enough to be like. Okay, yeah, we can hang out this weekend and this weekend and this weekend and not be hurting. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So thank God for that. Hey man. What do you feel like is or what do you think are some of the things that as an adult in your friendships that you've recognized you need more of versus college? I think understanding. I really think understanding and understanding the expectation of a friendship. And what I mean, what what I mean by that is because like people go through stuff. Like when you say when I go missing and stuff like that, or I'm not the emotional, emotional available friend, everybody don't understand that, you know? Everybody wants your time. Everybody wants your time. But I remember I've told you about people who just try to consume so much of your energy or gossip about shit. That's just not that's not that's college, boo. Like that is really college. If you sit up here and you calling me about the same person or the same people from college, like what are what is really the true dynamic of our friendship? Yeah. What is the foundation of our friendship? You know, and I think that that bothers me the most. And that's what I want, you know, for my friends is one, understanding, and two, like let's develop together. Like, I don't want you to feel like, okay, you're developing, you're growing as a person, but you can only call me to talk about this type of shit, you know, only to gossip or talk about these type of type of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I just got the rambling. I don't really know what your question was, but I hope I answered it. You had to get it off your chest. That's how you felt. You felt that. Yeah, girl. I, I can't do it no more. Yeah, no. Nah, but that and I think that just comes with overall like growing. And as I said in a piece, like as you grow, so should the people around you. And they should be yeah. a reflection of who you are. And like, I think for me, the biggest thing is that I've put people in categories Mm -hmm. and understanding that like my expectations for people are different, no matter how close I am to you. I know the things that I expect of certain people that I would not have the same expectation for of others, because I know what you're able to handle. I know the mental capacity that you may have to hold some of my stuff like Mm -hmm. it, but it took time to develop that. And like, 
is just learning when, especially when things are organic, don't, don't fix something that's not, don't, there's yeah. no need. Like if things are fine and smooth selling, let it be that way. Now, if you feel like you need to have a conversation, like cool. And as your friend, we should be able to talk about that. Like, yo, I feel like we ain't being good friends to each other right now. Or yeah. I feel like this needs to change. And like, we've had that conversation Absolutely. earlier this year. Like, you know what? I've been a bad friend to you. And I'm sorry yeah. that I haven't been as understanding. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that I haven't been checking in on you. This is what I've been going through. You know, you talked about what you have been going through and was like, dang, like, all right, cool. So like, do we stay in this space or how do we figure out how to move forward from this? You know, when I take away from that is one, you know, people, people really do change and it can be for the better or for the worse. You are not the same person that I met freshman year of college or even senior year of college. Like you're not the same person. And understanding that one is helpful. But also. My question to you is. Like, when do you feel like enough is enough and we are both changing and we are not friends anymore? Like, we can no longer be friends because we're not on the same wavelength. Well, I think the ending of that statement is the same, is is what goes for me. I'm recognizing now that, and for me, it's a little different. I think I went, and only people who close to me noticed, like, my healing journey was quick in certain ways. So I feel like my tolerance now for certain things has changed tremendously, but I have to remind myself, like, Ashley, people are not where you are. The reason my healing journey was quick is because of the ministry that I needed to have to be a therapist, to do the things that I do. So it's giving people that grace to understand, like, okay, cool. I can only be on this wavelength with you for so long. I think for me personally, it's We all go through the ups and downs of life. It's if you choose to stay there is when I can't be supportive and be your friend anymore because I'm so much all about healing and people bettering themselves because I do it daily. It's if I don't see certain changes after so many conversations, I'm going to have to have that conversation. Like, listen, I love you wholeheartedly, (laughs) you know, but I... I have to put my boundaries in place for the betterment of myself. And I can't be as close to you as I would like during this time frame right now because I don't think it's beneficial. And I want the best for you. If you need me to be a part of that journey to support or encourage or whatever, I'm a phone call away. Yeah. But that means that I'm probably not pulling up as much or I'm not going to make it as much of a priority until you get that help for yourself. Because I, I think s- that that that's just real. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I want to say I've done that, but in an opposite way. Like, okay, how so? I've, huh? How so? I think what, what I've done in the past was check someone's energy and fill it out mm-hmm. and distance myself immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or gradually, however, however that time frames work, without having that conversation. When I feel like I'm prepared to, be exposed to that again or have the conversation. I didn't come back to you and say, Hey, this is why I went away or distanced myself from you because I felt like now everybody don't take it the same. Some people say, you know what? You right. I definitely understand. Or I kind of peeped. I, you know, like I think sometimes it's, you allow people to kind of figure out their own shit. <laughs> like yeah, what they honestly, did. Like, I'm know? tired of talking. Exactly. Exactly. So and you thing. Oh, Go ahead, sis. I don't mean to cut you off. I've recognized that my biggest hindrance for people just across the board, especially in my like friendships, is wanting more mm-hmm. people than they want for themselves. Like, I want you to be mm. this. I want this. I want that. I had a whole like two day journal entry about this because I was like up to here with my own self. Yeah. Of feeling like I was doing more. And I'm like, okay, take a step back. You're consuming too much. Like, y'all 
problems and issues is not mine. Let me chill. Ooh. And that's something you tell me all the time. Like, yo, it's not yours to carry. Just because I'm telling you this and sharing this with you, don't try to be the solution. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I had to figure that out the hard way. But mm-hmm. I've told you prior to how to deal with that. Yep. Just stop becoming available. And you can be present, but there's different ways for somebody to understand that you are not that person anymore. Um and you I think we that. I commend you. Girl, I'd be picking up all types of porn. I just, I just <laughs> they gonna be like, she is such a bad friend. <laughs> hey, don't talk, don't come for my sister, period. Period. Okay, you got my BCs? Period. Okay. So I think me and you, we've had a few friends from college without saying no names, to where the wavelength check isn't really where it was supposed to be and we wanted more for those people than they wanted for themselves Mm -hmm. and it was just like you know what I'm done like they're good people but I'm done with you only because you're not doing like you coming to me with stuff that does not matter for real but who I'm but at the end of the day I guess who am I to say what matters and what doesn't matter but it doesn't matter to me or or to your future yeah so to speak right well i mean that's kind of how you just mentioned like if you keep coming to me with the same messy conversations topics dudes whatever yeah okay can we talk about something else like exactly especially if we're giving advice and you're not taking our advice and i think that's just where we got fed up where it's like okay it's cool to like talk about some of this stuff like maybe you don't have people to like help you figure this out and we have been friends since college so that dynamic and it's like Okay, I see you struggle with this. Yeah, this is you know da 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 whoopty whoop. Okay, you still ain't doing nothing. All right, after a few years of the same thing, I I can't do it anymore. Yeah, like that, and it, and it it's not necessarily a conversation where it's just like I can't be a friend, but you understand the gradual distance to where it's like all right, we, we don't we don't speak at all anymore, like mm-hmm. at all, you know. But I think I have a few friends like that where in in regards to their advice, where it's just like. I don't even bother giving them advice no more. Yeah, that's just, the life you're going to live. That's what you're <laughs> going to do. Sis. Okay. That's I'm going to be like, that's I'm a, I'm a, that's crazy. Your ass to death. <laughs> Let you party like a rock star all by okay. yourself over there. <laughs> like, damn sis, that's crazy. And that's it. Dang. So what does that mean? Cause if you say that to me, I need to be paying attention. So that means you ain't, you ain't listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, it's not that I'm not listening. It's it's <laughs> wow, some truth is about to come out. No, no. <laughs> okay, so it's like you, you know people, right? Right. If I sit up here and I told you something to where I know it's not going to change, and I say, damn, that's crazy. That's just me saying I hear you. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, like I hear you. Me telling you if it's wrong or right is not going to change anything you do. So let me just shut up and say, damn, that's crazy. Okay, that's valid. I get you. You got to understand your friendships and understand who they are, truly, right? In every form of relationship, it's almost like not an assumption of knowing, like, I know how they're going to respond, Mm -hmm. but essentially you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if I tell you, Yo, you need to stop fucking with X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. That isn't 100% going to change your uh, 
your your uh, mindset to stop fucking with this person. Right. You have to figure that out for yourself. Right. So if I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. I have nothing to say. <laughs> but damn, that's crazy. <laughs> damn, that's crazy. So, yeah, yeah I, I've just learned to not. I've learned to not just say a lot. I'm working on that now. Yeah, you you should. Um, I think I've struggled with that. And that's something I wanted to talk about. Like, I find myself lately, <clears throat> this mm-hmm. past year, in some different spaces and, and different transitions within friendships. And it's not that I feel like I'm a I've been a bad friend. I just haven't been intentional about certain conversations in particular with people. Um, Give me an example. Having conversations about someone else or having conversations in general that for me are innocent conversations because I don't, I'm not malicious, you know, you know, my heart. So me thinking like, oh, okay, this person wouldn't take this in this manner. And then everything just being flipped upside down. And now somebody's offended because of that. Mm-hmm. So recognizing that, <clears throat> and I know we talked about this before you had mentioned like the component of oversharing. And I don't think it was oversharing. It just, we were having a conversation. And like I said, it was innocent for me, but I think it goes back to knowing the root of who you are as a person. And mm-hmm. I'm recognizing that people don't really know me. Like, yeah, they don't know me for real. Percent. Yeah, they don't. And that's, I mean, that's fine though, right? Yeah, I'm cool. Because can you really call somebody your true, real friend if they don't really know you? Like if 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 I'm talking to you, I damn near know how you're going to respond to something. I feel like that's, that's the type of friends you should have. And I know there's different levels of friends, of course. Right. Right. But if somebody is your true friend, like that's your man's. Y'all should have that understanding of each other to where yeah. if somebody come back, for instance, you and I had this instance or situation in college where somebody called themselves coming back and talking to you, saying that I said something about you. We've had that multiple times. And, and what was your response? Brie already talked to me about this <laughs> and that's not what she said. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and once you have that understanding to where it's like, I don't I don't know if you did doubt it or not or second guessed it or whatever, but you stood on the conversation that we've had and believing me more than the person that's not your friend or yeah. not your real friend. Right. And I think that's what's important because what it what is the foundation and the true value of your friendship? Like, do you really trust this person? Yeah, and trust goes a long way. And I think it's recognizing too, like. I think, you know, something that I recognize is when I think about the component of college, just because of the dynamic of me being in different spotlights, mm-hmm. I think people, I mean, obviously I overshared, I had, I've, I gave a lot of people so much access to me in different ways. Some of it was warranted, some of it unwarranted. Um, people thinking that they knew me and kind of claiming me as their friend or bestie yeah. or whatever, you because I'm friends in college, girl, because I'm so nice and whatever. I lost the essence of the people that really meant the most at one point to me. Mm. And I think I got blinded for a moment. And then when like stuff started hitting a fan and I'm like, dang, I need to go. I, you know, then at that point I'm like, okay, let me call my day ones. Let me go yeah. back to the people that 
know me at the core. And so to lose some of those people that I consider to be core friendships, I think was where I struggled the most because it's like, man, forget these people. Yeah. Like, we didn't been through some real life stuff here. Yeah. But then understanding now that people serve a reason, they, they serve a season. And sometimes that's just it. And like, now I'm like, thank you God, because there's a reason why this person is not in my life anymore. And I'm not questioning it no more. Yeah. I.e. those semester friends that you have, you know, Mm-hmm. That you experience and you just like, damn, we were so cool. Like, why we don't? It's like because they were here for a season, maybe to help you get through class or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree with that. Now, let me ask you this: Do you feel like you trust people before, or you feel like somebody has to gain your trust? I feel like I view trust differently a little bit. Um, I just recently had this conversation with Brandon. I think that I trust people with what they, by actions. I trust people by action. I don't trust, but I'm not, I don't know, it's difficult because I easily trust people until like I feel like I've, blah, 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 I can't talk. I easily trust people until I feel like I can't trust you. Because my thing is, if I already go in with a preconceived notion that I'm not going to trust you or that I'm going to have my guard up, I'm not being genuine and authentic. That's just not how my heart is. So for me, it's, I proceed with caution now, but it's not about a trust factor. It's more of, I just want to observe you first, but it's not trust for me. If I'm understanding you right, I I think that's the best way. But also, I think that also can be a reason to why sometimes you may overshare. True. And I would say that was more so the old me than now. Like there's not many people, I don't have... I probably only have two new friendships, like within the last year or two, like, and that's, and that's just been different. I feel like we have to get over the notion of feeling like we, and I'm not saying this is a a bad thing or not. Right. But I feel like we need to be more realistic in today's world about how people truly are. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good people, but there's also a lot of bad people, and and maybe not even bad, but just malicious, and so many different things, right? And I need, I, I feel like we need to really take that in, one hundred, and understand. Yes, you should always move with caution. You never want to trust someone so much that then they then you don't trust them because they prove to you that you don't trust them, like. Mm-hmm. For me personally, it's I move with caution and you have to gain my trust. And I'm not saying I'm putting you through X, Y, and Z for you to gain my trust, but like there has to be some credibility behind yourself for me to gain your trust. Right. And after I trust you, I don't think there's many instances where I've had, I've experienced with somewhere it's like, damn, I can't trust them no more because after I've trust after they've gained my trust. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you have those to where it's like, oh, no, they shady. Or the energy gives out. And I don't think it's a time frame on that, but you should always be cautious moving forward or understanding who you're talking to, who you're speaking with, and what's going on, or your environment, everything, everything. Um, Because I think it could be a little naive to never be cautious, especially in the world that we live in, dealing with fraud, dealing with scamming, dealing with sex trafficking, like always be cautious, always keep your eyes and ears open and understand what's going on around you. Yeah. And I think environment plays a big role in that. Like, you know, college, we were what, 
way more reckless, carefree, kind of just yeah. living day to day, you know, hustling, doing whatever we had to do and being surrounded by so many people. I think there was a level of a lack of protection in mm. some instances because it's like, yo, we can be a squad of 20 of us and we're not thinking about the what ifs of what can go wrong. It's not right. what can happen. Right. And then, you know, we end up in some unfortunate situations and like, dang, you know. But the reality of that is some of the real shit that it happens more than we fucking know. Exactly. And the thing, I mean, I can imagine the things that we don't know uh, on yeah. top of the things that we do. So, exactly. I mean, and we've both been there personally. So it, it right. just, it's like, it takes breaking those barriers to understand. So I guess maybe having this conversation, I didn't, I didn't identify it as trust, but maybe it is like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like people are so quick to be like, oh, I don't trust people that I just don't really use the word. Like, I don't really associate me moving with caution to trust. It's I'm observing to see how you move to see if you're going to be beneficial to my life. That's how I view it. So maybe. Yeah, I, I think, I think we, so I, I mean, I trust people and I trust things, right? Like I live in this apartment. I didn't see how it was built. I didn't see the water that comes through the drain. Like, but I trust that it's going to be okay. Right. right? Because that's just stuff that you're kind of forced to trust. But you're always cautious. Like, what if this damn building collapse? Mm-hmm. You won't have an escape plan. You don't exactly. have a protection factor. Exactly. And so I do think those things in the everyday life of, okay, I go into the store and I buy it with my credit card. I don't know how they're, uh, what is it, E- EHC system works or whatever the POS system. I don't know how that works. I can only trust that they don't do fraud and steal my money. Exactly. So I trust the action of me swiping this card. But if I go check this bank account and see y'all didn't did more, I don't trust you anymore. I'm exactly. not going there. That's the way I look at it. So it's like not in a transactional kind of way, but until I get to that point where I can say like, oh, solid, sure, then it's all it is going to be on that basis. Now, how do you think that that goes with actually trying to get to know somebody that you want to be in a relationship with? Um, that system that that system is a little different. Not necessarily, right? Kinda. It's so, more intimate. For example, when you and Brandon start dating, yeah, did he come over your house the first day, no. or did you meet him somewhere? I met him somewhere. And why is that? Safety. I don't know you. <laughs> exactly. And you gonna exactly. Date me. We not. This ain't no Netflix and chilling. You gonna date exactly. Me. I think so. You are. You're. You're always cautious about something. So you were cautious about that situation because it was a what if of I don't know him. But then after a few dates or however it worked, he gained your trust. Right. And that's how you have to operate with everybody. But the reason I say it's different is because the level of vulnerability that is required for a partner versus friend is different. I think you build up to that place, though, because being 25 and 26, right, you've experienced so many people. And it I mean, it doesn't really matter in which way that fully being vulnerable the first time we text or the first date isn't really the first thing on your mind to do, right? Right. That's just, you're, you, you plan to become more reserved because i.e. I'm tired of these niggas. I'm tired of, I'm tired of dealing with, you know, stupid, stupid people who are not really <laughs> ready to date. So you come reserved. You're cautious. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you say that because I can say dating Brandon, that was our first date. We talk about this so much. He just phew, opened up. On the table? Yes. And I was just sitting here like, 
a man that's emotionally vulnerable and available day one like you're telling me your business and your life what my heart was already like oh my god like (laughs) and for me you know I'm a talker but I was very reserved like I went in knowing like the next person that I was going to be dating I was going to let them do the leading and girl now here we are shout out to you all (laughs) shout out to y'all y'all talk cute but I think I think even talking to you I feel like it was a couple you couple of years ago and you were telling me that you was like I get it now like everyone doesn't have to know my story everyone doesn't have to know my life story everyone that I run into and I think that's the same instance of just oversharing and being open yeah I was thinking that like you know and and something my therapist told me is like actually your past is not you today it's not your present it's not it's not the makeup of who you are Mm -hmm. and you don't have to lead with your past anymore and once I really understood that I'm like oh because I thought you know I took very much so pride and courage in being able to share the things that I've gone through and being able to be who I am that I didn't even recognize how it was a hindrance that I'm leading with these things and it's still showing up in multiple ways of my life talk about how you felt like those things were a hindrance though like were they hindrance into you in your friendships? How your friendships ended? How they started? What? Um, I think a hindrance to starting because that's where a lot of the over oversharing starts. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you can tell me something that we may relate to, right? A different experience or whatever. And nine times out of ten, unfortunately, I probably can't relate. And so people would form what we would consider trauma bonds with me. And I wasn't, I wouldn't be able to recognize that that's what it is. So then you get in these crises or you're going through these and, you know, situations and I'm the person you call because, oh, Ashley can relate. Oh, this, that, and the third. But can I call you though? You know, and so it's like understanding that level. And I'm like, oh, well, because of this, or they do this, or we can have these talks. It's like, just because you can relate doesn't make this person valid enough to be beneficial to, to know all of you. Right. Like building a bond off all the wrong shit. Correct. Trauma bond. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I understand that. That's like uh, friendships uh, blossoming off of hating the same person or not liking the same person and stuff. You, you know, we hear about that mm-hmm. a lot. So that's just really interesting that you said that. And I think it's recognizing too, like I would say today with who I am today and the woman mm-hmm. that I've become, my main thing now when we talk about growing is that I'm not ashamed to talk about any experience or things that I've done in my past or the friend that I used to be, the woman that I was, who I may have done wrong, who feelings I've hurt, X, Y, and Z, because I know better now. Yeah. And there used to be guilt behind that at one point that I used to carry, like, dang, I hope this person wouldn't feel this way. I would be so consumed by people's perception of me because I'm like, oh, they, you know, I'm in this spotlight and I don't want to feel this way and I don't want to do this. And it's like, who cares? Seriously, who cares? Because how, how many of them people do you talk to now? Exactly. Where y'all at now? And actually, I don't want you in my life. <laughs> actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take that Girl, back. oh my God. College was just, it was like good and bad at the same time. But like more good, of course. But you were just so oblivious to life, man. Oh. So dumb. Just just dumb. Like, <laughs> like you know, it's it feel like it's just different paying bills in college than paying bills outside of college. Okay, but hold on now, because I would I would oh jump 
at being able to take my college bills back because this adulting crap, man, I'm over it. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. Like I would, I would take take it back in a heartbeat. I was paying about five hundred and thirty dollars for rent when my rent is girl five hundred dollars for rent. But that, you know the problem was we was making eleven dollars an hour <laughs> or having no job trying to yeah, make it work. Very true. That's very true. So the dynamic was different. But it just didn't feel like penny pinching to back then. No, it didn't. Like it didn't sense. I, so now I, I'm like, oh. Like I remember we're having a work study job and just feeling like I can pay my phone bill, I can eat out. <laughs> Girl, my check we was ninety dollars. Bottle, like we about to go. Yeah, we about to go put in, put in on this bottle. Oh, like, remember Bronco Express? Last, it was enough money to last for like one good weekend, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that just would be on top of the world. Shoot, like okay, remember? Yeah. Remember we used to double up and uh, take Bronco Express everywhere. Three dollars for a cab service, man. That is crazy. Three, it was three dollars for real. Yes, we would. You had to have three people though to make it three dollars. Three people or more. So shoot, that's easy. Five of us. Bet. Let's do it. Wow, I I didn't remember that, but that is crazy. Three dollars. Mm-hmm. Three dollars. That's all we needed. Everybody got their three dollars. If not, was cash up. Cash up wasn't think, a thing back saying, then. How was we paying for stuff? Oh, we had the PNC ATM. Um. Oh yeah, we used to walk down to the uh to the Barnhart Center. Yeah, to the Barnhart Center, or go to the one over by um was it Rue Hall? Yep. Then it? you know they they made one on campus too, like right at the end of the uh, valley. But that came way later. Oh, we I don't remember there. that one. We was out of there by the end. Oh, okay, okay. That that would have been like hella clutch. Right? Back Just then. right down the valley. Oh, remember this? <laughs> I don't know if you remember this one day. Uh, was this? We was living in Valley One. Okay. And it was the weekend. You know, we you know we ain't had no calf in Valley One on a weekend. But yeah, oh my god, like, I can't even I can't even believe that we like lived like that. <laughs> Our dumb selves thought that we was about to walk all the way to Dairy Queen. Uh, <laughs> in the middle of the winter? Yes. <laughs> it wasn't like snow outside, but it was for sure cold. We got down to the bottom of that hill and looked at each other like, you know what, never mind. <laughs> I don't even think we got to the bottom of the hill, though. I think we we walked down the steps and we looked at each other. No, we got to Valley too. Oh yeah, that was it. No, no, no. I'm sorry, not Valley Two. We got to the end of Valley One. Yes, the front part. No, not Ackley Shilling. What was it? What was it? Was it Britton Hadley? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. One of them. Lafayette, Lafayette, or something. Got there, looked at each other, and said, "Y'all really trying to walk? (laughs) Y'all really trying to walk this far?" And Dairy Queen was a good mile for sure. Because it's all the way past the football stadium. Like, why do we think we was about to walk there? Girl, bundle up. And if, you, if you've if never been to Kalamazoo, you really got to understand that Kalamazoo oh. winters are a different beast. Like, to where we have 12 inches of snow in Kalamazoo and Detroit to be two inches on the ground. Man, I will never forget, as a freshman, when I came home, because that's the only summer I was able to even just remotely have some freedom. Because mm-hmm. after that, I was in school the whole time. But I remember my first... Uh, time coming home for Christmas break winter <clears throat> I had on a hoodie and a leather jacket and, and a scarf on and my aunt was like 
where is your clothes? I said, believe me, this is like summer. I, you ain't seen nothing until you come to Kalamazoo. Girl. One thing I can say, I was so happy to graduate and move. This, this past winter was my first winter not yeah, being in Kalamazoo. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Thank you. Like barely snowing and it'd be winter, whole blizzard winter storms. Hopefully, I don't get the winter blizzards uh, in Chicago. Yeah, Chicago might be different, you know, y'all Windy City. Whew. Let's pray to God for that one. But just thank God I don't have to drive to work and stuff in the winter, uh, in a crazy winter time. But yeah, girl, we've had some beautiful times. Like remember, remember our freshman year when it first, I think it first snowed and it was like 10, 15 of us and we went sledding on the hill. I think I, I think Kaylin broke her arm or something like that, right? I wasn't there for that, and I don't know why, but I just remember Aww. all of the stories. But y'all had such a blast, and I'm so sad. I don't know why I didn't participate, but probably I was just being lame. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. No, nah, maybe you weren't there or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I was in the city. Who, who knows? But I remember hearing all of the crazy stories after the fact. I do think she did break her arm or something. Yeah, that was crazy. And I remember when we used to... I think the best memories is... Uh, when it was the winter time, and I think we were out of school for like three or four days. Oh yeah, school remember that was one closed. time? <laughs> remember that one time? Uh, where was that? It was all of us. I think what was we at Tracy apartment? And we walked from my apartment to Tracy apartment and walked to the liquor store. Yeah, and oh had Tracy God. go get the liquor. Yes, <laughs> those the days where you have to have some older friends to go get bottles because y'all too young. Yeah, shout out to Tracy back in the day because I think Tracy was like twenty five. We was like she was 19. she was OG man. Loved her. He was an OG for real. We used, and we was what was we drinking back then? This Ooh. was sophomore year, so we we I think we upgraded from eighteen hundred. We yeah. was on Great Goose by then. Because I remember we had those great groups regularly, yes. sister. You know, okay. We During I that time frame, this. that particular window when we was at Tracy House, yes, we was them three days. We did. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh huh. Because I, the great goose, do not do me right. <laughs> and you know. Oh, it didn't do me well either. I was uh, in places I shouldn't have been. Okay, let's move on to the next topic. All um, right. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I can say about college, though? And I feel like everybody will agree to this. I was always the friend that was the first one to leave. Always. Oh, okay. I thought we was going to go somewhere else with that one. But yeah. Mm-hmm. What you thought I was about to say? It doesn't matter. You, you've improved. Wow. You know, everybody now, everybody know that Bree is the friend that's going to get you drunk. Oh, I mean, that's like a world no thing. Yeah. Back then. Girl, girl. I remember the first birthday. The the birthday in 2018 when I came back to Kalamazoo. It was literally like, I think it was Y bar. I don't remember this. 2018. Okay. I don't know. I think you were in the city. Or no, that was the library. The, the, The birthday where you got carried out the bar. That wasn't the library, but it was it was yes, it was the, the library because it was not the gone. library. It was not the library. I swear to God, it was not the library because I still got the video. It was oh. it was Fifth Ave or the Y Bar, whichever. I know they'd be changing names and stuff, but it was okay. one of them. And it was literally like everybody who I ever got drunk was literally in a bar that night. <laughs> and Ooh, that was payback. I mean, they tried to kill me. 
so, so sorry. I, just, I think that's when I learned my lesson. Like, you know what? Stop fucking with these kids. <laughs> well, I think you learned your lesson when you went to Michigan State and got a concussion. Okay. Did I? Yes. Nope. Not yet. Not, <laughs> not, not about quite that yet. yet. <laughs> I didn't learn okay. it yet. I think I think I just stopped for real, like drinking and forcing people to drink as I kind of got older and like I, I do it sometimes now, but I don't even act like that no more. And I, I'm very thankful, but people don't believe me. Like Chanel friends from college, they don't even like hearing my name. Oh, you didn't scarred them, po' babies. Yeah, you gotta understand it. No, because the funny thing is, every time I'm around Chanel, oh my god, I love Chanel to death. But when I say <laughs> when she get drunk, she just she is. You bring up that story. Oh. I almost went to jail. Girl, the most hilarious person ever. She and you know her favorite line, Ashley. Thank you for saving me so much back in the day because Bree tried to kill us. <laughs> no, that was Brandy and Keisha. Facts. She like, had him go to jail. Oh my goodness, so young. But, but I love time. him though. Yeah, it, it it was some great memories. Um, I'm glad we was able to do this episode and just reminisce and have a real relaxed conversation. A girl talking how we would talk. You know. Hmm. So I, I think we can lead us here. How you feel? I'm good with it. I'm good with it too. So we love y'all. We hope that y'all are thoroughly entertained with this episode. And we will see y'all next week. I'm Bree. You can find me on Instagram at underscore Bree Good with an E. Where can they find you, Ash? Ashley Watkins, two underscores on Instagram. All right, y'all. Stay black and blessed. Peace.